When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. to the Phoenix Sports Podcast. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. You know who it is. It's your girl. DJ Mackie. <laughs> Michaela Perkins and the one and only Sean DePaz. Yo, yo. Back at it again. I feel like yeah, we... It's, it's been three weeks. <laughs> it's been so long it's since we've just... It's been a minute. we done a show. Ships in the night. You were, you were gone last week. I was gone the week before. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, I kind of miss you. It kills me to admit that. Yeah, but uh, I wish I could say the same. <laughs> I'm kidding. So nice. I'm kidding. You're and, so much better than Anthony Dotry. And I'm here too. Oh. And they have Bubble Shane's here too. Um, what's up to our fam in the chat? Hey, Charles. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Elizabeth. I'm sure Chris will be here at some point. So good to see all of you guys. Daniel, shout out for the cookies. Yeah, I missed the cookies. And I'm actually really sad I think about that. still oh, yeah, one or two left. They're here? I think there's still some there. You shouldn't have told me that. <laughs> I'm just going to get up and go grab a cookie. Sean's got the show. Bye, guys. Um, no, I'm just kidding. If you're here, drop a chat. Say what's up. We're super excited for the show. We actually have a crap ton to talk about, yeah, which once. I'm so excited for because um, you're going to get some hot takes coming your way. And it's like all positive stuff, I would say. For the most part. Almost all positive stuff. Yeah, for the most part. Um, Jan's here. What's up, Jan? So excited to have you guys. Before we get into the hot takes, though, got to give a shout out to our friends at Four Peaks because in just a few short days, actually one week to be exact, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Six days from now. Six days from now, we are going to be at Four Peaks for the NFL Draft Watch Party. It's NFL Draft Day Live. You guys, we're going to be out there. We're going to be doing our show. There's going to be drink specials, $3 Redbird Redbird Lager Pints, $5 Redbird Lager Pitchers, and of course, our usual PHNX specials of the $3 Kilt Lifters and Wow Pints. Wow, can I speak English today? It would be nice. Um, (laughs) It's going to be so much fun, though, and there's still time for you to RSVP, although spots are limited. I will say we are almost at capacity, so if you want to come, which I highly recommend you do, go check out our social media at PHNX underscore Cardinals or our events site page tab on yeah, our website yeah. rsvp spots are limited though so come out if you are going to be drinking a four peaks beer though you have to be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly i'm stoked for our draft day live as am i i um, mean we had one for the coyotes last year and it was a complete it was an absolute vibe yep. um and now for the second straight draft party we have a third overall draft pick for now I, at whoa least. i just put that together right yeah, now yeah the third overall pick two drafts in a row Hey, if the, if, the, if the Cardinals want to find themselves a Logan Cooley, I will take it. <laughs> it's going to be a vibe there. I mean, it's always a vibe at Fort Peak. So you, yeah. you, th- you add Johnny Venerable to the mix, it's it's a party in the making. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, also want to give a quick shout out to our friends at Burrito Express because they 
hooked up the office with some burritos this weekend. I needed them. Yeah. Like same. I was not doing well after Country Thunder last weekend. <laughs> I was like on my last Can't leg. Confirm. Um, <laughs> it was a sight to behold. I lost my voice. I'm pretty sure it took me two days to recover. Um, but the burritos brought me back to life. So shout out to Burrito Express. There's nothing more that I love than a good burrito after a crazy weekend. But I love them from Burrito Express specifically because they're locally owned. And, you know, mm -hmm. they're here for us. Like, we appreciate them so much. Make sure to check out their locations in Tempe and um, follow them on Twitter at Burrito EXP. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're the boys <laughs> over there. Um, all right. Let's get into our first segment because we have so much to talk about today. There were a ton of things that happened on the internet this week that had me saying, did you see this? Um, I'm kind of excited to get into this because... I just, I feel like we have so much to break down and for the most part, it's positive, which I feel like never happens yeah, for us. I know, it's, <laughs> it's, ex, it's exciting stuff. It's, it's all reason to be, to make you happy to be an Arizona sports fan, um, which, I mean, let's be honest, there hasn't been too, too many of those. Yeah, I think, I think the biggest story of the week, obviously, the Arizona Cardinals finally, finally, long anticipated revealed their new uniforms and the reactions have been mixed um but we have a picture of all three of them together and i am interested to hear your takes sean because as a graphic designer i feel like you have maybe a little bit different of an opinion than i do yeah i um i mean uh, let's start left for right let's start with the whites they are very clean yeah the reds, they're red. <laughs> Thank you for the observation. And the black looks like the Ohio State alternate jerseys. Um, the white ones are very clean, and the other ones are just really uninspiring to me, but they could be a lot worse. Like I'm, I'm very just kind of indifferent towards them. I feel like they'll look pretty good on the field, um, but... What was your first reaction? Like, first initial, you saw them and you thought... Meh. Meh. Just... Like boring, but I will say this: that was that was brief because after that it was these are so much better than the old ones. Yeah. Um, and I do think the white ones are going to look so clean, so so clean. If you get, if you can get them on the road against a snow team, put have the Cardinals and they're all whites in a snow game. Yeah, that'll look good. Yeah. Um, the red ones are, are are all right. I do like that they have Arizona on the front the first time in franchise history. Yeah, you were telling me that it's Arizona the first time on the they've front ever of a had Arizona. Yeah, it usually says Cardinals there, so that that's a cool little touch, and I like some of the details. You know, the well, let's get into the details. Yeah, so let's absolutely. start with the white one, um, because I think out of all of them, this one's my favorite one. Yeah. Um, I think this one they did the best job on. I think it's the most different. See, my initial reaction when I saw all of them was like they look so similar to their old ones. Like they barely made any changes. Mm -hmm. Um. So I think this one is my favorite because I think it's clean. I think it's simple. And I'm usually a fan of just like very simple designs. Um, and I think it is the most different from the other ones that they had in the past. So I'm a fan of the white ones. I think if I had to pick a favorite, mine would be white. Um, yeah. But I do like they I love that they incorporated Bird Game. Yes, that's I'm, what I was going to say. If I ever hear Bird City again, I'm <laughs> going to die. Like we're never doing Bird City ever again. So Bird Gang, I think is pretty cool. Um, I do like that the cardinal on the helmet has like a little bit of like a chromatic yeah, like shine 100%. to it. The helmets are nice. Yeah, the helmets are cool. Um, I like the cardinals on the sleeve. I was a little surprised by their incorporation of guess what they're calling silver, but I think it's like more gray. Yeah. So I will say this: I 
at first was not a fan of it, but I I hate that so many teams have gray face masks and don't have gray like in their jersey at all. Yeah. So if you're gonna have a gray face mask, I like that they actually work gray slash silver into the jersey it's, a little bit. It's it's very silver. In it person, silver? it's silver. It's okay. in person, it's silver. Okay. Silver. It's Shane they, saw them in person. They kind of just look red and black versions of the Detroit Lions jerseys a little bit. Maybe. If you guys want, I have a video of the real of what they look like yeah. when they're walking. Yeah, down. absolutely. We'd love to up. see it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think out of all of them, the white is my favorite, but I was, I was surprised by the incorporation of silver. Um, I'm not quite sure what, so <laughs> got the boxes going. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what the, um, purpose of silver was. Cause I don't really correlate anything silver with Arizona. We're the copper state. Yeah. You know, that's, that's very fair. So yeah, I mean, it does. I mean, the biggest criticism is they're very Ohio State-esque. And I think putting a number six in that jersey just makes me think of LeBron in <laughs> In you can Ohio see the shine State stuff on the shoulder. Right yeah, here. it is definitely. But yeah. honestly, that oh, makes it even look more so Ohio State to me. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. I mean, it definitely. That's a very fair, very fair critique of them. If you were going to say they look like. Yeah, that's Ohio something. That's what all the. That's why I've been seeing all over the internet is like this is literally just the Ohio State uniform. That's like, something Johnny said it was going to be before. Yeah. Yeah. The Reds don't look bad though. I'll say that. Like they don't. They, don't look, no, they look a lot better in person. They don't look terrible at all. They look good like on an actual football. So player. let's get into the details of the red jersey because um, I think this one is the one that's receiving the most criticism out of all of them. I can see why. I feel like they're just like the color rush uniforms, but now they're going to be like their permanent uniform. Yeah, I. I mean, the jerseys were already. Oh no, they wore the white pants with them. I'll be interested to see how they mix up if they mix up the pants with the jerseys at all. Mm. Um, but I don't know. A lot of people don't like how big the Arizona is. I don't really mind it. I just think uh, it's so close to the number. Like they just like crunched it, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Um, I I don't know. <laughs> they're just like I said. They're just really uninspired. I would have yeah. rather them gone black outline on these. I think. Um, okay. Instead of the silver. Instead of the silver. I'm but, just confused by the silver. Like, we're the copper state. Like, what does... I I mean, I guess it doesn't really need to have any significance if, like, all they were going for was just, like, it just looks cool, which see, I, I think I, is fine. I but, wouldn't have minded if they had changed the beak of the cardinal to silver and actually made it part of their logo and got rid of yellow altogether. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Um, That or incorporated yellow into it, which I thought they were going to do a little bit more. Yeah. Um. But, um, yeah, the yellow just seems really out of place on the logo still, which is it is what it is. But, yeah, uh, yeah, it's again, it's just it's kind of uninspiring. Like I said, it's a lot of Ohio State, a lot of very like a Detroit Lions, but red. Yeah. Um, the, you, If you were to mix the Detroit Lions jerseys and the Atlanta Falcons jerseys, you'd get the Cardinals uniforms. Yeah, I think that's a fair criticism. Um, and then finally, the black, which I think is. A majority of everyone's second favorite um it's literally just the white jersey but reverse because it has yeah. like the same sleeve details um all that kind of stuff on the black I, again like i don't mind them but i'm just like overall i just meh like yeah. just i'm not like inspired by it i don't think it's like mind-blowing i just think it's a change and it checks the box and it's average yeah again way better than the last ones in my opinion yeah the, the helmets the black helmets are still clean i do like the added detail to the logo um, I mean, these are going to look good on the field, I think. My, I guess my biggest issue with them is just, like, when you think New Jersey's, you want something that's going to be, like, unique, right? Like, yeah. And I get not everyone can be the you know, the Cincinnati Bengals and have such, a, like, a, a specific kind of, I guess, pattern or whatever yeah. you can use to mm -hmm. make your things unique. But I, I don't know. It just... 
it definitely leaves a little bit to be desired, but I definitely think, like I said, a significant yeah. improvement. And I, I, I am a big fan of the Color Rush vibe that all of them give. Yeah. So. I think out of all the ones, the yellow looks the most out of place on the black. I yeah, think it just yeah, like definitely, a stark, it stands out like, on the black. Oh the my most, gosh. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to put you on the cleaner. spot a little bit, Mr. Graphic Designer. Um, if you could make a change or make these better, what would you do? What would be your first thing that you would do? I mean, like I said, uh, I think adding silver to the, the the cardinal instead of the yellow would be would have been interesting. Yeah. Um, generally speaking, I would have abandoned the silver gray look. I would have just gone all... I would have gone white face mask or black face mask, maybe even mm. potentially. I don't know. I'd have to see how it looks. It's hard to say, kind of like in the abstract without playing around with it, what I think would make them better. But I just, like I said, the silver, and I just, I'm not a, fr a fan of just like the straight lines yeah. on the sleeves and the, like, it's just boring. That's so fair. I definitely, I think I would have done a little bit more to kind of incorporate something that felt a little more Arizona into it. Yeah. But I think you either like go, all in with the yellow and like incorporate it yeah. more or take it out like you said i also was really disappointed that there was no incorporation of the arizona flag anywhere on there because i think we all got it at least i did i'm not going to speak for everybody but like i got it in my head that like oh they're gonna like do some nod to like yeah. their throwback uniform and like get the flag somewhere in there and that's gonna be so sick because arizona has a really cool state flag yeah. not a lot of states can say that so i think i was the most disappointed by like there was no incorporation of like the arizona state flag yeah. on there and there's nothing um, stopping them from adding you know, an, a different alternate jersey. Yeah. Oh, Connor read my mind. Or, or adding to the jersey. That's yeah. the biggest. I, I, and I think another big thing that people aren't realizing is they changed the red. The red is a different color. Mm. Yeah. It's not muted anymore. Yeah. The yeah. old it's red like was terrible. Red. Yeah, it was a very, mm -hmm. very so, muted red. What I implore fans to do that are just immediately blocking this out is just look, put it next to the jersey, the jerseys yeah. from last year. They yeah. are miles better. Yeah. Miles better. And and let's be real. Like the... The Bucks did this. The 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 Jags did this, and then a few years later, they changed them again because they just didn't like really work. Like it's not like you're stuck with these for another century, like you've been with these last jerseys. Like, <laughs> well, I never mean, know. It, in theory, <laughs> like there's nothing tying you to these for the rest of time. Yeah. So like. If you don't like them, eh, maybe they'll change them again eventually. Yeah, some of the critiques in the comments. Corey saying swap silver with yellow, so he agrees with us. Yeah, they, to, I, I, but Jan said it in the chat that my big fear is when you go yellow, it starts to look very like McDonald's, McDonald's mm -hmm. or ACU if you are familiar with them here. Yeah, um, Albert saying that it definitely needed the flag. Connor saying would have loved to see the flag on the sleeve. Um, Charles agreeing too. Um, I'm love curious to see the flag if they could have gone a little bit of like a, a band in the black and gone like a deep navy in red and actually leaned heavy into the flag vibe. Uh, I don't I'm know. Curious. About that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I think my overall, that I think would just the thing look that, like U of a. especially, yeah. especially so you the, keep the yellow in there and you lean in yeah, the yellow a little because bit. the red, the red jersey already looks a little u of a ish yeah yeah that's fair um i think my biggest overall struggle with this is like i've never felt an attachment ever to the cardinals identity because it's yeah. not an arizona thing yeah that's what like, i yeah 100%. cardinals is so midwest obviously st louis cardinals the cardinal started in chicago like yep. So I've just never felt like any type of attachment to the Cardinals. I've never felt like it identified Arizona. I've never felt like it represented like the state of Arizona well. That's like, an incredibly I'm just, fair critique. Like I don't, I'm not jazzed about the Cardinals in general. I would have liked to see them lean more into a sand look too. Yeah. I think like a creamed hand sand is really underutilized, especially in like a, as a base jersey color. Yeah. Um, 
uh, I would have liked to see. I, I think that could have been cool. Maybe instead of going, a, you know, bend the yellow, maybe go more towards a sand-ish look, which I'm not sure how I'd feel about that because that was my big problem with, like, the 90s, early 2000s is all the muted colors that they did. Look at, like, I always think of the Oilers, specifically the Edmonton Oilers. You look mm. at, like, their old copper color they had versus their royal blue and orange now, which is so much better. <laughs> like, I, I'm not a huge fan of the muted colors. But like you said, it's a copper state. And you could have... I think you could have definitely played with it. I just a wish bit that more. it would feel more Arizona. Yeah. That's just my biggest thing overall is like Cardinals, Arizona doesn't make sense, doesn't correlate to me, but it is what it is. Um, Coney in the chat saying these are a good base jersey, always can add like the LA Rams um, going to their original jersey type of deal. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. Yeah, um, it's, it's not permanent by any means. Yeah, Corey saying the mock-ups with the feathers on the sleeves. I thought that those were cool too. I yeah, did I see just, those mock-ups. I just feel like you could have been a little more adventurous on them. Yeah, totally. Um, overall, though, final thoughts. I'm glad they got new uniforms. They are a step up from the old ones. For sure. How big that step up is, is <laughs> subjective to whoever is One looking at the uniform. One small step for man. <laughs> One bigger step for the Cardinals. Um, <laughs> I also thought it was funny that they did it on game three of the Suns playoffs. I feel like that was intentional. So in case it was it like was a they major just, flop, they were just the like, oh, out of the news cycle. Let's talk about the Suns. <laughs> um, but one other thing, and I do want to say this before we move on, that I did pick up on and I did notice is that um, Buda Baker was not there. So they mm -hmm. had players come out in the jerseys. Kyler, D-Hump, like all of these players were there. Hollywood um, modeling the jerseys and Buda Baker was not in attendance, um, which kind of hurt my soul a little bit because when I think of the Arizona Cardinals, I think of Buda Baker, like he yeah. is the Cardinals for me. So I think it just kind of added a little bit of salt in the wound and wound and showed how much, I guess, the relationship between Buddha and the Cardinals has deteriorated. Um, DeAndre Hopkins was also not there, but that one didn't surprise me as much, obviously, because we've been talking about potential trade scenarios with D-Hop this entire offseason. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't as surprised about D-Hop not being there, but it hurt not seeing Buddha out there. Like, yeah, I feel like it was, it was like a big thing for the organization and not having Buddha there is like, ugh. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to pretend to be surprised. Like, he... Uh, I mean, the man requested a trade, and you don't bring a guy whose future is in any kind of question to an event like this. Yeah. But it's still it definitely, like, symbolically is is sad, right? You think about kind of, like, the mainstay of this, the face of this franchise outside of Kyler, yeah. who was obviously rather polarizing. Like, nobody, and everyone loves Buddha. Yeah. And you would have loved to have that kind of guy, that the guy that fills that role in your franchise to be there for this kind of moment for your franchise. Mm -hmm. um, so it definitely is sad, but I, I think it is... I don't know. It's it's uh, it's kind of flipping uh, flipping the page, right? They don't now. You you could you just moving on. New Jersey's move past the D Hop Buddha situation no. and just kind of move. Just on. pay the man. Just I mean, I agree. I agree. Wants, but honestly, <laughs> I just don't know that that's really the car. It was good to see Rondale Moore walking and healthy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was good to see. I mean, obviously, Kyler, Kyler was rehab, rehab using his legs yeah. too. <laughs> to see Kyler <laughs> like literally there. not in like a wheelchair is very <laughs> encouraging. Um, Looking at Kyler have two operational legs. Yeah. <laughs> Good sign. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, it wasn't surprising that Buddha wasn't there, but it hurt. It like, sure. hurt my soul. Um, I hate that. I wish they would just give Buddha whatever he wanted. Um, but yay, the Cardinals uniforms, they're here. Um, mm. We can put that to bed and now focus on hopefully getting a new owner. <laughs> um, all right. Another thing said, that had me. I was gagging earlier. <laughs> <laughs> another thing that had me saying, did you see this? I loved this. I love stuff this like this. So I'm pure. such a sucker for this kind of stuff. <laughs> um, yesterday, every single Diamondbacks player and coach showed up to the field in a Suns hat and a Suns so shirt. I love, it makes my heart so happy. I'm so all in on the hashtag all AZ movement. 
Um, I feel like it's not like a, the biggest news story in the world. And I feel like this is pretty common when you have like a team in yeah. your state that is in the playoffs, like another team will do this kind of thing. But I just like, I don't know. It makes me so, it brings me so much joy, mostly because I love the Suns and the Diamondbacks the most. Um, and just to see the little baby backs out there, their little Suns gear. And I love also, side note, how they're all posing. So Derek took these pictures <laughs> at the field. Yeah. I love how they're all like posing for first Derek. Like school. it's like the first yeah. day of school. And Especially because like Corbin and Josh are such tiny guys as it is. Like they, they already are just, they look so adorable. Yeah. I thought it was great. Um, I just love to see this kind of stuff. Obviously Josh Rojas, um, rocking it, Corbin Carroll. Um, you just love to see it. They're just so happy. Um, you, I like it when they support the teams and they don't have to do it. One of the best days of my life though, was when, uh, Katie showed up to the game in a Corbin Carroll Jersey. So this just kind of continues the theme of the Diamondbacks and the Suns supporting each other. And, um, when I have hope for Arizona's future, this is what gives me hope, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. What's wrong? What just, just happened? I feel like something AS, just happened. ASU's Devin Cambridge just transferred in conference to Oregon. Uh, rant, rant. Uh, Devin Cambridge just transferred to Oregon for those of you that did not hear. Oh, okay, we're not going to talk about it. We're, we're going to ignore it. Say. Huh? Uh, so just more flashbacks to Taya Hansen. Uh, but yeah, that was really it. cute to see these guys, especially because most of them like haven't been in a city very long. Like they're all, Josh is obviously very different. He's a, a, a Valley native and has been playing for the team for a few years. But obviously this is Corbin's first full year here. Um, same with Dre. Like it's it is it's cool to see them like buying into not just the team but the city. Yeah. Um, after not having been here that long, um, it's very cool. Absolutely. Also, shout out to Carly. Carly's in the comments. Um, just dudes being bros. I love that, Carly. I agree. Um, it's just dudes being bros. You love to see Guys it. Or a bunch of being buds bros. being bros. Yeah. Um, very much that energy. Um, <laughs> Albert saying thought Mac was going to say she loves seeing Mad Bum DFA. Don't you worry. Oh, yeah. We're going to get to that. Um, <laughs> we have some thoughts about that. That's coming up a little bit later in the show. Not to give anything away. Um, Daniel agrees that Derek's little league style photos was the best. Um, you love to see it. Katie had a D-backs hat on last night. That's true. He did true. wear a D-backs hat. He's been the last couple days. Um, you just love it. Like the Suns and the... And the D-backs, you know, just mm -hmm. besties. Besties for the resties. Um, <laughs> XDS saying, bro, I keep getting bad news on the stream. I know. This is like the third show in a row where we've broken, like, bad news. <laughs> um, very sorry for all of you ASU fans out there. <laughs> but it's fine. We're not going to talk about that yet. Are you? Do you guys have a show coming up today? Yes, we do. Okay. They're 2 p.m. Wow. Um, PHNX Sun Devils is going to be live today at 2 to break all that down. Um, there's a lot to talk about. So you can mourn the loss of an in-rival, in-conference transfer on the PHNX Sun Devil show. Um, one more thing that had me saying, did you see this, that <laughs> we have to talk about? Oh, because I'm concerned. Oh my God. <laughs> you want to talk about down biblically, ferociously, apocalyptically. Horrendously, tragically bad. <laughs> oh my God. Um, last night at the Diamondbacks game, as they were taking on the Padres, they do this part during an inning break where they put up messages on DBTV. And this message popped up, Alexandria W, you are my person. Let's keep fighting for us. I love you. But no, no, no. It's let's keep fighting for us? Question mark? Question mark? I love you. I um, love you. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, I mean. I'm speechless, and that's a lot. Yeah. First <laughs> off, if this is serious, this is toxic. You, you don't be putting this kind of public pressure on a person like this. Alexandria, run. Lame. Definitely run, run for the fucking run hills. Run for the hills, sister. <laughs> um, 
if this is not serious, this is one of the funniest things I've ever seen because that is like that is comedy. I just I was floored when I saw this because I was at the game last night and I was blown away. It's just an absolutely wild move. And also from the guy's <laughs> perspective, like this, it's over, dog. It's over. Just it's too far go. gone. If you're making public pleas, it's it's <laughs> over. Like you gotta go. That is the most public display of down bad that I've, I've, I've ever, ever seen ever in my seen. life. Terrible. <laughs> Um, so I did a little bit of digging because I have some inside sources with the Diamondbacks <laughs> because when I first saw that, I was like, there's no way, there's no possible way that someone actually typed that out, submitted it to like this place where it could be on the DBT. There's no way. So I was pay like, for it. They have to pay for yeah. that. So I was like, okay, maybe they were just like the Diamondbacks like staff were like, oh, like, let's just get this out there to like go viral, be funny and like try it out. Kind of like what the Rockies yeah. do with like their scoreboard. It's like, there's no way. So I texted my friends. I was like, is this real? And they were like, this is 100% real. Like, we got this. We were mind blown by it. And we, like, had to talk about if we should even put it up there. But they paid for it. So we're like, I guess we had to put it up there. So it's real in the terms of the of the fact that, like, the team didn't just do this to, like, get some, like, shits and giggles. Yeah. Like, it's real in the fact that someone really did pay for that and get that up there on the, on the screen. So... Um, yeah, oh. <laughs> Jace texted his ex after and said, "You don't have to respond to this until your family's in it." That made me laugh. Um, oh. Yeah, but Daniel's saying that the question mark—it's a question mark for me. Like, like you gotta ask. Let's fight for us, brother. If you're st- if you're asking, <laughs> it's over. It's over. It's over. Um, yeah. Not only is he down bad, but that's just so toxic and like just horrible. I hope it's a joke. Alexandria, please run. Run for the hills. Because like I was saying to Shane, if you're like in a group of friends or whatever and like, you know, you're like you're dating somebody but the two of you are in like a larger group of friends like that could be funny if everyone's kind of in on the joke. Uh, But if that is real. (laughs) Sprint. Sprint. That'd be a hilarious prank to play on your friend though. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Do that for his girl. That would actually be that could be funny. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, everyone in the comments having very similar reactions. Um, B, you say the D-back should have saved him by just like not putting <laughs> yeah, it up there. Yeah, they should have done him a solid. Um, Connor saying, what is it What is it with the D-backs and love stories? This is right? like another thing that like, yeah, another thing that went Last viral year, with yeah. relationships. Um, Elizabeth saying, run, girl, run. Yeah, just get out of there. It is not not the relationship for you. Um, That's crazy. <laughs> oh, just the things that have happened this week. Just wild. Um Obviously, that message was at a D-backs game. And if you want to go to a D-backs game, because you never know what you're going to see, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's different. Every single time you go to the ballpark, something new happens. I've seen someone spread on the field there one time. That was most Streakers, yeah. You never know what you're going to see. Um, if you want to go to a game, though, and have the potential of seeing something like that, you got to get your tickets on the Game Time app, you guys. I know that some of you guys are procrastinators like I am. And you want to support your favorite team, but you're really tired of the hidden fees and the weird costs that they add on tickets. I totally get it. It's happened to me so many times. The only time I feel like I'm actually getting a good deal and I'm not surprised by any fees is when I use the GameTime app to get my tickets. I love the GameTime app. They have sporting events on there, concerts, parking passes, just anything that you might need a ticket to. GameTime has got you covered. They are the place for last-minute ticket deals. And it's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. So make sure you snag your tickets without stress on the GameTime app. All you have to do is go to the App Store, download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem the code PHNX when you download the GameTime app for $20 off your first purchase. 
purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, low prices guaranteed. I might need to use Game Time if I'm going to be going to the <laughs> Game 5 for the Suns playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, this is going to Game 5 or higher. But before we get into it, let's make sure we get a temperature check because uh, we're keeping it positive, but I do think that we need a temperature check on the Phoenix Suns and everything that's happening with the NBA playoffs. Obviously, the Suns are in L.A. to take on the Clippers for Game 4 coming up. Uh, they Game 3 was last night, and the Suns, thankfully, by some miracle... <laughs> I don't know how, by the way that they've played, have a 2-1 lead in the series. Um, the Clippers have obviously been without Paul George. They were out. They were without Kawhi last night. And still, the Suns barely, barely beat the Clippers. Uh, 129-144 is the final score. Ah, Sean, what is going on with the Suns? What is happening with this team? Well, I mean... The, I mean, the real answer is that they don't have a bench. Um, again, only quick maths. 18 points from the bench last night. Um, not enough compared to the 39 of the Clippers. Um, and that, that's a Clippers team who had two of their actual starters not playing. Um, Connor saying, thank God for Booker, because without yeah. him, you're not in this series, even with, even with KD. Like, Booker not- has put this team on his back. He was like, you guys don't want to show up? Fine, I'll show up. Because Booker has literally just like strapped the Suns to his back and carried them through these last, especially the last two games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely concerning. Like, I I am most certainly, like, the, the alarm bells are ringing a little bit. You should be handling a team without KG and PG more. And as Connor said, if PG, if this team is fully healthy, you might be down 3-0. I, um, yeah. But they're not. And Very so you got, you got to take it where you can get it. But. I it's definitely it's definitely concerning, but they're winning games. And that's all you can really ask for them for right now. Yeah. Um, Jan saying a win's a win. A win is a win. So I'm not complaining by any means, but it's just like I had s- such high expectations for the Suns team going into the playoffs. And I will say this series has dampered my expectations by a lot. Yeah. Um, obviously, I knew not having Paul George was like a gift from the basketball gods i'm never ever rooting for injuries so don't get me wrong um so coming into the series and not having pg i was like okay like Mm -hmm. it's gonna be fine like it's gonna be a little bit less competitive like this is the sun's chance to really like get out there and punch them in the mouth and they have done everything but punch the clippers in the mouth um and then when we got the news that Kawhi was going to be out again not rooting for injury injuries are not fun but you don't you like look a gifted yeah, horse in the at, mouth. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like it, thankful that it, <laughs> it was um, during the sun series, but feel for Kawhi. Hope he's okay. But I was just expecting just an absolute dominance, like top to bottom performance yeah. from at least the sun starting five. I know the bench is a completely different story, but we did not get that. Um, no. Devin Booker was the only player that showed up last night. He, oh. Just like just went off. He finished the game with 45 points, six rebounds, three assists, three steals, two blocks, and he shot 62% from the floor. Uh, like, I love watching Booker ball out. Don't get me wrong. Like, watching Devin Booker play basketball is incredible, but we can't go into games only relying on Devin Booker. Yeah, no. And I mean, let's be fair, Kevin Durant did drop 28. And I, I, I would say, and Chain and I were kind of talking about this this morning, but like, I would almost say, obviously, it's not in the most encouraging thing, but if you want to look at it 
from a positive perspective. Like you haven't had a game where Kevin Durant takes over or a game where DeAndre Aiden's take it, takes it over. And you know, he's capable of that. Like in the playoffs, we've seen him do it before or not necessarily take over, but at least assert his own dominance. And I mean, his high, his best scoring game so far, the series is 18 points, which he can do more than that. Um, and so it's encouraging from that regard, but yeah, no, certainly like he, it is. If Devin Booker is the only thing you got going for you, like that's definitely not a great position to be in. Like there's, certainly worse position to be in but yeah. in the context of these playoffs like it's definitely not somewhere you want to be um but certainly better than there being no debug i'll say that for now, yeah so. i mean someone in the comments said if pg was playing we'd be looking at like down 3-0 i think if if it weren't for devin booker we'd be down 3-0 for yeah. sure um so i just like i can't say enough good things about devin booker but i just don't like i don't want <laughs> this this team to be resting on his shoulders like yeah that's obviously not what we hedged our future on. Like we traded two huge key pieces of this young core to bring KD here. And I, before anyone shoots me, I'm not saying KD is bad, but it's, it's just not, it's not doing what we're hoping no. it to do. You yeah. Know? I mean, not yet at least. And it, there's still Kevin Durant still coming around. Like there's plenty of time for him to do that. And I'm sure he will by the end of these playoffs. For but sure. The, the reality is, is like you said, you or like we've been talking about, they, they played a team last night without any stars. And Okay, I'm pushing back on that. Norman Powell was a star last night. He was. He was. I mean, they got, got guys who can play like stars. He, he was a star last but, night. I mean, you don't become a star in one night. But it doesn't matter. If you play like a star tonight, you're a star for, for that game. He was, what, 10 of 13 at halftime? Like, yeah, I mean, he, I'm not. He couldn't miss a three. Yeah, I'm not denying that. Yeah, but so, they're, 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 they're playing without. This is also, it's also the playoffs. Like, yeah. yeah. No true. game is easy. You don't just no, walk past no. people. Very like, true. But my, my, my point was is that they are going to have to play teams with bona fide stars. Yeah. Um, and if this is what you're doing against teams without bona fide stars, it is definitely a cause for concern. But Definitely a cause for concern. I, I, I'm not. Like they're still winning, yeah. <laughs> and Devin Booker is still doing this, so mm -hmm. I'm not. I have no reason to believe that he won't do it until he doesn't. Yeah. Um. Will you scroll up on the comments, Shane? Because B's brought up something that I want to talk about because I got not crucified for saying it. No, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Right there. Um. It makes sense that Kawhi's Clippers put up a fight. Those rotations have the most chemistry due to reps in regular season with load management of their stars. I said. Before the playoffs started, the only thing I'm concerned about is the lack of reps that the team, the starting five, had gotten as a team before we were heading into the playoffs. And everyone thought I was losing my loving ever mind because they're like, it's KD, 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 KD. But like, I, I understand that it's KD, but like, there are these like things like reps with your regular season team, like load management with your stars that like they didn't have time to get in before the playoffs started. And I was like, I think this is cause for concern. And everyone's like, you're dumb. But I don't, I don't <laughs> think that the starting lineup has given you like any cause for concern yet. It's the fact that they have no bench. And I, I do think like that point is valid as far as the Clippers are concerned. Like obviously these guys have had a lot more time playing together and playing in these roles because they have had a lot of games without Kawhi or Paul George and or Paul George. Um, but as far as the Suns are concerned, like I'm not concerned about their lack of chemistry think, or I anything think, from the starting lineup. As far as I concerned. think you do see lack of chemistry from the starting lineup on the defensive side of the ball. And I that's think that's fair. the biggest thing. It's just you, you don't know rotations yet. You don't know where you're supposed to be yet. And that that comes easy. But like offensively, it's I mean, yeah, it's seamless. Like that's yeah. what you expected. But defensively, yeah, I think there is cause for concern there. Yeah, I just like I don't know. I just like that's what I was concerned about. And it's not necessarily like the talent 
or like you were saying, like the offensive efficiency. It's just like this intangible, like, yeah, that's fair. We are a one unit together as yeah, a team. And, and how do you handle adversity when you don't have that time together? And that's what I was concerned about. Yeah. And everyone's like, you're dumb. And I'm like, I don't think I'm dumb. Like, I think this is like a valid concern. Like, obviously, KD is like top 10 basketball player, like so, so good. Like, I wasn't concerned about that. It was just like this, like mentality of like we are a team we gel together yeah. we know each other inside and out we can run plays without like having to be like vocal like i'll read your mind while you read mine like that type of thing and like i just yeah. don't think we're seeing it um and so I, that's what i'm concerned about more than anything that's fair um, uh, I mean, killer rex makes a good point that they people thought that this team was just gonna blow people out because kevin Durant was on the team and i don't think that 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 was ever realistic especially no. against this clippers team like i was never like I was never of the of the mindset that like the, oh they were going to sweep this Clippers team like it's yeah. going to be absolute dominance. But that being said, like you want you do want to see them blow out a team that doesn't have their two best players. That's yeah, for damn but sure. I do think there um, are dominating performances in the playoffs that make you say, oh shit, that's a team. Like the Nuggets' yeah. first game in the series, like I was like, oh shit, that's a team. Like it made me yeah. kind of like question calling were, the Nuggets a fraud yeah, because I was like, oh I, shit, I, 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 they were playing the Thunder. Like no, 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 they were playing a team that is not a real or, team. No, the not Timberwolves. Thunder, the Timberwolves, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, but like no, no, I com I completely. But agree. I mean, they there is a difference a between a four seed playing a five seed and a one yes. seed playing an eight seed. Yes, like it absolutely. is, it is definitely a different situation. So uh, I don't know. I'm just a little nervous. Um, do you have any confidence that the Suns are going to get any of this worked out, or do you ultimately think that their lack of bench is going to be their undoing, and there's nothing that they can do about it? Um, uh, if they don't win the finals, it will be because of the bench. I think. Um, so I don't. I don't think there's any like figuring out the bench. There's nothing you can really do about that now. Like if it's just a matter of are your guys going to be your guys, and I, I I am not concerned about that. Yeah. Um. But there is. I don't. This is this is the bed that they have to lay in now. Can their starting lineup carry them through the playoffs? They have the talent for it, but that's a big. That's a very large ask. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely a reason to be concerned. But the reason that I have to be concerned is the same reason you had to be concerned before the playoffs, which is that they don't have a bench. Yeah. I am not concerned at all about any chemistry issues, about Kevin Durant, about anybody as far as like the stars are concerned. I'm not. There's definitely no concern as far as I'm concerned from that perspective. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I agree. If they lose, it's because of <laughs> the bench. But also, I will say, like, is it wrong to be a little disappointed in what I've seen from DA so far? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's it's literally a little different because he's now third on the totem pole, right? But um, there's only only one ball. But I like I said earlier, you've seen him before assert his dominance in the postseason, and it definitely has not been that yeah. yet. It's only been three games, um, but it is definitely I would it's lately disappointing. But yeah, yeah they've played three games. Like yeah. they've 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 only played three games. I, I'm not. Obviously, it's the playoffs, and every game means a lot. But yeah. I'm, I'm still, they're still up in the series. They're gonna win this series. Like <laughs> you better knock on that wood again. <laughs> yeah, like they're gonna win this series. They should win this series. Um, Connor giving flowers to Tory Craig. I agree. Holy cow, yeah. Tory Craig. Talk about a um, nice little, not necessarily surprise, but a uh, nice little leg up that the oh. sun, he's given the yeah. Suns. Um, Killer X saying we wouldn't be doing any better with Mikhail and Cam. Agree? Disagree? Uh, n yeah, no, I agree. I don't think they'd necessarily be doing any better. I mean, they'd have more depth, so I think it would look different, but I don't necessarily... I mean, you can only, A, you could only do so much better than a two, being up 2-1 anyways. Like, I, I guess they could be up 3 nothing. But I don't know. Like, Kevin Durant, still Kevin Durant, dude. Like, I think I think people forget that part in the conversation of, like, the Devin Booker thing. Like, 
teams have to respect that Kevin Durant is on the court. And yeah. so that definitely frees things up for Devin Booker and allows him to be Devin Booker, um, yeah. which it's not respect. They have to pay him a Calicam reality. Um, so I don't necessarily think they'd be doing any better, but it would look different. Yeah. Um, so really quick, series predictions. How many games do you think this is going to go to? Five. I think they'll. I think they'll. Think they're going to close it out. Yeah. So yeah. win game four, then win at home, and it's done. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not concerned about them. I think. Like the, the the Clippers are giving you their heart, their best. Yeah. And this is, talk enough. about a great series. Yeah. Like this is. Dude, Russ. If you didn't respect that man before. You better now. Yeah, this is a true, like a true test for the Suns, and it's a tough, tough matchup. Um, I don't even want to know how it would go if PG was playing, but um, yeah, I think it, I think it's going to go to six. Um, I think the Suns will get the dub on the road, but ugh, yeah, I, I, I haven't had my confidence and my uh, unshakable faith in the Relax. Suns is a little shaken. We'll yeah, uh, a I little mean, shaky. Um, and nothing we can do about it. We just got to <laughs> sit here and enjoy. Before we talk about one of the best things that's ever happened to me in my life, um... <laughs> you and me both. We're you are you are one of the few people that can match my hater energy, but this is warranted. Hate, so. <laughs> I'm the biggest hater. Um, scroll up from the other comment, Shane. Um, I forget. No, right there. Uh, Gabriel saying we also have three more seasons after this one with Book and KD. Um, this is only a trial run, which brings up the question I have to ask: If for whatever reason, oh my God, I'm scared to even say this. They don't do it this year. I'll just say that. They don't do it this year. Are you going to be, like, heartbroken? Like, this was their time. This was the window. No, we talked about it a little bit last week. Like, I'm not... My biggest concern if they don't win the NBA Finals is that they are going to try to overcorrect and make a stupid decision like trying to go get Kyrie Irving or something like that, mm. which I think ultimately would be a mistake. Um, that's my biggest concern. But on paper, like, it's going to suck because of the, how much excitement there was. And so it's yeah. definitely, like, a, 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 a pretty far fall emotionally but i think you give me a little bit i'll be i'll be fine like it's only one team can win the finals this is their first year they only had very like you've mentioned it only had a very little bit of time together they've got a couple years i, I think it'll be fine so you're not gonna be heartbroken i mean i'll be heartbroken because i, I want the suns <laughs> to win but I, I i think it won't be you give me a couple months i'll get over it i don't think it'll be a situation where i'm like damn that was our one opportunity yeah absolutely so if the Suns do win the series against the Clippers, they're going to take on the winner of um, Denver, uh, Minnesota. How do you feel about that? I mean, uh, not great because I'm pretty sure Denver is going to win the series, and I definitely I don't feel great because I don't like I, I don't want to be that. Listen, Shane's giving me a look. I'm not worried about the Nuggets. Been, I know, I'm not worried. No, I know. I have been asking for the smoke. That's why I'm worried. That's the only thing that worries me is that I, this has been a bed that I and plenty of others here have made. I will have to lie in it too because I've called the Nuggets fraud. No, so. the, like, I don't. I definitely the, the Suns have not been as convincing, and the Nuggets look good. Like I'm definitely bombastic side the, eye. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. It's the playoffs. No, listen. I I do. But you gotta play your teams. And like if I if you're if if the Suns win, like I would I want I do want the smoke. Like I but. <laughs> He wants the smoke. I like. I, I definitely. John, I definitely. I just. I, just I am lost worried so much about respect for you. <laughs> you've, you've been talking all this up, and now you're like, "Hey, I'm a little worried." I am definitely a little worried. Like, yeah. I'm not worried. Jamal Murray. I'm just worried about the lack the of most bench, forty man. point games in in Nuggets playoff history with five. Yeah. Book just dropped his. No, fifth listen. I, I just forty five. It's just the bench. The bench has, has given me a lot of reason to be worried. I think that's fair. Um, and I just the depth thing worries me. Um, but as far if you go on starting five versus starting five, yeah, it's no. Have you seen the minutes they've been playing? 
It's it's mainly starting five versus starting. That's five. fair. Yeah, That's very for fair. Sure. Um, and Jan saying who in Denver can defend KD. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem like we Shane and I were talking about this too. Devin Booker's playing like the best, but he's the best player on the planet right now. He's the best player in these playoffs. Yeah. Um, so I don't think I'm anybody stopping him. Fuck KD. Like, and again, KD's part of why he's so hard to stop, but still, like the, Jamal is not gonna have shit to say to Devin Booker. <laughs> Jamal is Booker's father, <laughs> or whatever people say. Okay, guy. Yeah, okay. Um, really quickly, so we've got uh the Kings and Golden State. Kings are up two one. I am like low key impressed by the Kings. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I I I said before the playoffs that the Kings were going to do this. Yeah. I thought people were being disrespectful. Like I wasn't going to be surprised if the Warriors came out here because they are the Warriors. The Warriors. Yeah. But like, I just think because it's been so long since the Kings have like yeah, been 100%. in the playoffs. I, like, and everyone was definitely the same way I treat uh, a handful of my teams. Just like ah, uh, this is. They are still the kings. They could have prime Jordan on the team. They're still the kings. So they're gonna figure out a way to screw this up, but <laughs> and they still might. But makes a prediction then, Sean. Who wins that series? Yeah, Kings, uh, Golden uh, State. What after do you think? The Warriors did what they did last night without Draymond. Who wins that series? I still think. I still think it'll be the Kings. It's just uh, beating Sacramento with Sacramento was hard, and the Warriors are not a good road team. Like, I still, I'm still rocking with them. Again, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to be surprised if the if the Kings don't win a single game, another game in the series. I'm not going to be like, how, how did this happen? But I still I'm still I'm still like Connor said, like the beam, <laughs> like the beam. Um, I want the Kings to win, but I think Golden State will win that series. I think experience is going to play a huge key factor um, later in some of the later games. And then we've got Memphis Lakers series tied at one. I'm just going to say Memphis because I fucking hate the Lakers and I will never pick the Lakers to win anything because I hate them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't see them. I, I just I struggle to see the Lakers coming back in the series, but I don't. What do you mean coming back? Are they not winning, losing the series? No, it's tied 1-1. It's tied. Going oh, my God. Why did I think they yeah. were down? I, it's a parade inside my city. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I think the Kings are going to win. Or the, wow. Like, wow. Oh, the Lakers. Hello. The that, Lakers. Would be crazy. that would be crazy. The Lakers are winning the series. I think the Lakers won that series. Too. Uh, no. John, John, John Moran's hand doesn't work. Yeah, what? that's tough. Dylan Brooks is going to do something stupid. Um, God, I. I'm not saying oh. you're wrong. Oh, I, st- I, I like started to dislike oh that team. Oh, my God. What am I saying? The, the, the Lakers are going to win 4 1 now because what Dylan Brooks said. Yeah. Dylan Brooks said, Disrespect oh, my Lebron. God. That was. <laughs> I hate. I, I, they, I wish Dylan Brooks wasn't on that team because I love them. Very much, but they are starting to make me hate them, and it's very, very sad because I—that's not the kind of person I am. I love obnoxious dominance, um, and so it's very sad to see. <laughs> it's very sad to see this happen. Um, I love the Laker hater energy happening in the chat right now because absolutely FLA for the rest of our lives. Yeah, no, forever I, love and I love LeBron is the problem. No, no, I just wish he wasn't a Laker. No, 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 no. Um, I don't want to hear about that on the show. Um, come, all right, come, so come we got here, an interesting we, the playoffs. I love playoff basketball. Um, I also love it more now that um, we don't have a guaranteed winner every year. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, the Sunnies are going to pull it out. Everything's fine. Everyone take a deep breath. <laughs> um, all right, so before we talk that was about more for Michaela in the chat, yeah, it was more for me <laughs> reassuring myself. Um, before we talk about the best day of Sean and R's lives, <sighs> we might need to take an OGs to calm down a little bit because I have a feeling this next segment is going to get a little rowdy. Um, no, no, you're rowdy over. It's just straight vibes over excitement, here now. Excitement, like pure it's straight excitement. Straight vibes over um, here now. 
<laughs> we got to take an OGs because um, we got to mellow out a little bit before we get into this segment. Um, we love OGs. They are one of our favorite partners because we get them. They get us. It's all about our partnership together. And they, let's be honest, are the best scratch made THC gummies in the state of Arizona because they are made right here in Arizona. Um, you guys have heard me harp on the orange creamsicle flavors Dude, since the beginning of every time. Every time I have one, I'm surprised by how good it is. Like it's mind blowing. Um, orange creamsicle is obviously my favorite, but they have their new strawberries and cream CBD and THC one-to-one ratio happy balance gummies, which uh, I go back and forth. I keep changing my mind. I'm like one week. I really love the strawberries and cream. The other week I, I really love the orange creamsicle. Like it's still haven't gotten my hands on any strawberries and cream. Yeah. And strawberries and cream is my favorite flavor of like dessert stuff. We need to fix that ASAP because the CBD and the THC together is like. And my knees have been mm. sore recently too. It'll probably be real nice. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get you some of those happy balance because they are to die for. Um, P Dog saying happy 421, yo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hopefully it was uh, happy 420 for everyone else yesterday. Love, um, hopefully you celebrated 420 with some OGs because there's genuinely no better way to celebrate 420 than with OGs. Like I said, the most elite. Um, THC gummies in the state of Arizona. You can find them at your local dispensary at ogsbrands.com and you must be 21 years or older to enjoy. <sighs> the national nightmare it's is over. over. Oh my God. I could cry. Glory be. Glory be. <laughs> we need some like church music like hallelujah. Yeah. The nightmare is over. <laughs> we need a hymn. <laughs> oh my God. Everything is possible, including eating thirty plus million dollars because oh, you're. I've never so been so happy to see a team waste thirty four million dollars in my entire life. Uh, you can't look at it like waste. You that he <laughs> that was they, money they, well spent. They purchased freedom. Freedom. Like it, it, they say freedom has no price. They it's a lie. It was thirty four million dollars, and it was worth every, every damn every penny. Cent. God, I have never been happier. Oh my God, the nightmare is over. Um, Madison Bumgarner for you. We really for buried those of the you, lead there. <laughs> For those of you who have been living under a rock, Madison Bumgarner got designated for assignment this week. And I just, tears, tears of joy, happiness, relief. It, it our suffering is over. I, I didn't feel this kind of unbridled joy when Katie got here. No. Like it was, it was the same thing where multiple times yesterday I was like, oh my God, we live in a world where Madison Bumgarner is not a D-back. <laughs> it's so good. Oh my God. I could cry. I'm so excited. Um, Obviously the decision came. <laughs> he was so bad. After he got shellacked in St. Louis and gave up seven runs in After three innings. The, the starts before that. Um, just to paint a picture for everybody, if you're not a baseball nerd like Sean and I are, so far in 2023, Madison Bumgarner has made four starts. He has gone 0-3. Um, he has a 10, or had, we can talk about this in the past tense now. He had a 10.26, 10.26 ERA. I mean, he didn't die. He still has a, he still has a 10.26. If he signed somewhere else, he'll still have a 10.26 ERA. Um, yeah. And that was all in 16 innings pitched. Um <laughs> Loser. Plus a negative 0.8 war. Loser. He contributed nothing <laughs> except no, he took misery. Away. He, he, yeah, he contributed <laughs> plenty of pain, sorrow, and suffering. Wait, I oh, I could go on about this forever. Anyways, um, it was all really bad. 16 innings, 16 innings pitched, 25 hits, 20 runs, 19 earned runs, 15 walks, only 10 strikeouts, and a 10.26 ERA. 
my god i know that it was only in four starts but that's enough for me yeah no, <laughs> I oh my god seen enough i was that so <laughs> i was so over it and i honestly got like almost pre-sad after his last start because I, I got to the point where i got like disappointed in the franchise because i was just like yeah. how are you you don't care like you yeah. are not trying to win a championship yeah if you are trotting that man out there every five days. Yeah, there's you, no you, way. You clearly just don't care. Yeah, it was like um, self-harm. It was yeah. like an abusive relationship. It was. And I so I was getting very like upset because I was just like, it's 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 there's no there's no worse feeling as a fan, uh, a sports fan than to be a fan of a team whose ownership just doesn't give a shit. Like it's it's you. You care so much. And Tell they me don't. about it. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> um, and so like it was it was I was really getting to a point where I was just like getting really disappointed and they rectified all that yeah. yesterday morning. And it, like we mentioned, it wasn't for nothing. They originally signed Madison Bumgarner in 2019 to a five-year, $85 million deal. Um, they still owe him $34 million. Madison Bumgarner is the greatest World Series pitcher of all time, arguably. He's pitched 36 innings, has a sub-one ERA in the World Series. It's ridiculous. I can get down with that. I can get down with that. Um, but none of it happened here. None I of it understand happened why here. they wanted to sign him. Was too much money probably in the moment, but still I understand it. Yeah. But holy shit, I did mean, it I mean, I remember well. that day in December of 2019, like the back of my hand, because <laughs> he was one of the best postseason pitchers of all time, like you said. And it was a monumental day for the Diamondbacks. Like, it was a big day when they originally assigned him. I, though, however, I just want to make sure that I have my receipts because I was never, ever, ever a fan of this because I thought they paid way too much money to a pitcher that was past his prime and was aging. And I'm on record by saying this is going to be a bad deal. So yeah, you, I just want to give myself flowers. You have no experience with franchises paying way too much money to aging players. <laughs> um, so I just want to give myself flowers because I yeah. don't want to say I called it, but I knew this was going to happen and I was not a fan of it. And I listen, I am the biggest Mike Hazen truther on the face of the planet. Like if I could go outside on the street corner of fourth and Van Buren right now and scream, I love Mike Hazen from the top of my lungs. I absolutely will. Because there's that is how literally, much faith. Yeah, there's nothing, nothing stopping you from doing that. <laughs> that is how much faith I have in Mike Hazen. We will record it right after this. Let's go. We're going right after this. But this deal. She thinks I'm joking. This deal made me kind of doubt for a second because I was like, yeah. what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Um, so I was never a fan of this. Yeah. And but I remember it was a big day for the Diamondbacks yeah. franchise. And you have to like, there is a part of running a team where you have to keep in the, the, the you have to weigh like the fact that you're running a business and you're trying to get something that is interesting here. Because when they signed Madman, there was not a whole lot going for the D-backs, very little to yeah. make people interested in the and team. And in their defense, he was coming off a solid year yeah. with the Giants. He went 9-9 and nine with a 3.90 ERA, a 1.13 whip. So it wasn't like he was yeah. like atrocious. So there, there was plenty of reasons. But you're at a merit. point now where he's not giving you anything baseball-wise and there was yeah. way more exciting about the team than Madison Bumgarner. So he's not really giving you anything from a business market marketing perspective like there's it was it was time yeah it was absolutely time um before we get into what mike hazen had to say i also want to paint another picture because i only painted you guys a picture of the 2023 season <laughs> but i want to paint a more complete picture a van gogh piece of art if mm, you will i don't know about a piece of art <laughs> um in 69 career starts for the arizona diamondbacks dating back from 2020 madison bumgarner went 15 and 32 with a 5.23 career ERA with the Diamondbacks, a 1.3A whip, and a minus 0.6 B war. He finished his time with the Diamondbacks with the highest ERA for a starting pitcher in the organization's history. <laughs> Uh, 
Just tragic, dude. <laughs> just tragic. That is horrible. That is horrible. He was making more money than the entire roster put together, and that is what we got. <laughs> like I said, the national nightmare is over. Uh, like it is. It, it's genuinely like I feel like a. I feel like I just got out of school. Like I just graduated, or I don't know. I, I just got out of a bad relationship. Like you said, like I just, there's a, a literal, like a physical, tangible weight off of my shoulders. Like I can feel, I feel lighter. I can touch rim now. I could always touch rim. To like those stats are atrocious. Yeah. They speak for themselves. Um, but thankfully, my <laughs> the person I'm going to go scream on the corner of Fourth and Van Buren for talked to the media yesterday about his decision and why they decided to DFA Madison Bumgarner. And I want to talk about it because I think he said something that was really important. But here you go. Uh, you know, I've thought about that word urgency over the last 48 hours. Um, and yes, I think that I ask our players and staff to have urgency around how we're going to play and attack. And so I have to do the same thing. I can't be a hypocrite and ask for that and not do it in my job. And so that was part of the reason we we made a decision that there was, you know, the team has played its butts off over the last first three weeks of the season, frankly. Um, they go out there every night, even yesterday. We, we hung around that game. I think if that game stretched out a little longer, I think we're gonna win that game. Um, we seem to score every time they score, um, and 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 so I we I felt like we we needed to make this decision. Urgency, yeah, urgency. And, and he said something that was so crucial. There is you are disrespecting the other guys on this team by tra tr trotting out. Yep, Madison Baumgartner once every five games. Like yep. everybody else on this team has been playing so well, so, playing so hard. Off. Leading the division, obviously. One of the one of the more exciting teams in baseball right now. They deserve better. Tory deserves better than being forced to trot Madison Bumgarner out there once every five days. <laughs> I I have this like vision in my head of Tory like driving to the ballpark on like, every fifth fuck. day being like, God damn it. Yeah. Those are the days with that. The, the bags <laughs> under his eyes are real big. Yeah. Those are the the, the, the night before he Valentino, lost. Sleep. Gucci. <laughs> um I just love that Mike Hazen said that because First of all, it gives me confidence that they recognize what's going on with their team, which mm -hmm. they should, obviously. Their front office for their team. They're making all these decisions. But, like, when you're not, like, when you're just, like, a fan or you're not, like, like covering the team 24-7, like, sometimes, sometimes those nuances kind of just, like, pass you by. But just the fact that he recognizes this team is playing their butts off right now. Mm -hmm. We have so many good guys on our roster. We cannot do this to ourselves. We have to move with urgency. I was like, huh. Thank the Lord. Like, I'm just glad that that was recognized, like you said, and he brought it up because it's true. Like, they put Dre Jameson in the bullpen, right? Yes. Dre was pissed. Like, yeah. not trying to throw the guy under the bus by any stretch of imagination. But we talked to him uh, in the clubhouse before opening day, and he was like, I, I feel like I'm a starting picture. Like, I know my identity. I feel like I'm ready. I feel like I can handle this, but there's not any room for me in the rotation. And it's just weird having to come out of the bullpen and I'm mm -hmm. not used to it. And I'm like, why on God's green earth are we doing this to ourselves? Like, it literally feels like they were shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. And you have, like, um, I think Derek and Jesse were talking about this on the Peach Nice Diamondback show yesterday. Like, you have blockages on your talent in the minors because you have so many good things happening in the majors is a great problem to have, but if it's self-inflicted, yeah. what are we doing? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's always been my thing. It's like, at the end of the day, what are you, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to win baseball games? You need to put the best players out there. And it didn't seem like that's what they're doing. 
Um, but it's over now. And, it's over and, now. And they got through these these first couple of weeks of the season with Mad Mom on the roster, with him having a few starts. Yeah. And they're still in a good spot. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I will say something that was funny, though. I forget who it was. It was one of the Diamondbacks uh, beat reporters. Or it maybe it might have been Gambo. Um, they tweeted that. I think it was Gambo. He said that he heard that Madison Bumgarner took the news um, very humbly. He apologized for his performance and he said that he understood the move. And I was like, okay, like it's a little sad. Obviously, like he's one of the all time greats, like blah, blah, blah. But I was like, how would you not take that well? You're like, I can't believe this is You're happening. You're getting paid how $34 get million dollars to go be a rodeo cowboy. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm I know. <laughs> that's such a vibe. That's what people are always like. And I get it. You love the game, but A, he's been doing it for a minute now. He's not that old, but he's been playing for a little bit. He's and old he's in get, the terms it, of professional he, he doesn't even really seem like he gives a shit about baseball. <laughs> he wants to be a cowboy. Like, let, go, let medicine go out there and get all that money and get himself a big ranch and some horses. Like, how would you not take that a, well? Like yourself. You're and getting he, paid a ballo to money. He's still going to pitch. He's going to end up on another roster somewhere, which I, you enjoy think that. So? Yeah. You I think really think so? I don't, he shouldn't, uh, but I don't think people are paying attention. I, don't know. I think he's going to end up in Texas with Bruce Bochy. He's going to sign a minor league contract somewhere and get another attempt. I think he'll end up on one or two more teams this year, and this will be his last year. I think the only, the, the only dumb team, the dumbest team in the league that could possibly do that is the Colorado Rockies. Stop it. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but Bruce Bochy has a really good relationship with him in Texas. There's that. San Francisco could always bring him back just for the vibes because they're not that great. They might or a team like Oakland or Kansas City. Like, you just need someone that is willing to go out there. I don't I don't know. I don't think anyone wants to do that to themselves. I think that I think someone's going to sign him to a minor league contract because he doesn't need money anymore. He's not yeah. like he's going to demand a big contract. Like yeah. sign him to a minor league contract because I'm sure he still wants to play and just hope that maybe he just Arizona wasn't it and he can find a little bit something there somewhere. Yeah. I, think, not, I wouldn't hold my breath, but I think out of all the places, I think I would just most like to see him go back to San Francisco so he can just like be back with that organization. Yeah, and get and rocked just... by d-backs get rocked by the d-backs um i would be shocked i don't know i don't i don't know if i see that happening just because he's so atrocious but crazier things have happened um were you and i know like this is probably a dumb question so stick with me here but just hear my explaining for this were you surprised by the move not by the way that like he's so bad and like it was like an obvious thing to do but like were you surprised that the Diamondbacks were actually willing to yeah. eat that contract and move on now? Yeah. No, I thought we were gonna have to be dealing with it for much longer. Me too. And I also didn't expect him to be quite as bad as he was. So but I I didn't think that's because if it was kind of the mindset, like if they were gonna do this this soon, you might as well have just done it in the offseason. Like they were right. they were gonna they were going to try a little longer and at least hope. Um, but it never happened. And so it was the right time, but I am definitely surprised. I didn't have any reason to think the franchise would make a move like this this early? Um, yeah. So no, I was definitely surprised to see it come up on my phone in the morning, but I'm definitely not surprised. Like, oh, I didn't think he deserved it because obviously okay. this is the right move. Okay, I'm glad I'm not alone then because when I said like I was surprised by this, people were like, "What?" And I was like, yeah. "Not that just it happened, but just the timing yeah. of it." Because I feel like the Diamondbacks have been notorious for dragging their feet in the past on some like very obvious to us decisions that mm -hmm. it's like you should not be dragging your feet like this yeah. is like clear to us so i was just surprised by the fact that like they were like we take ownership over the fact mm -hmm. that this probably wasn't a great deal we are going to stop shooting ourselves in the foot by making him start every five days or every five games and we're just going to eat it yeah. and you can enjoy right off into the sunset on your horse with their 34 million dollars yeah. that we still owe you and that's that yeah and it was a straight dfa <laughs> i thought they might play around with kind of the phantom injury thing we talked about that a little yeah. bit with jesse but they went straight to your fan i'm glad they did yeah absolutely um before we close out the show one last question who do you want to see replace mad bum in the rotation 
Because my answer probably is not the same as your answer. Um, I want to see Fott get an opportunity up here. Yeah, I, I would love to see it. I don't. I think I've seen enough of Tommy Henry. I don't really mm. think he's going to be. I don't think he has a spot here permanently forever. He's been pitching well, and you know from what I've heard. Um, but I just we've seen him in the pros. I would like to see Fott get an extended opportunity here. Yeah. See, my gut reaction too is to say Fott because I think that's just kind of like the natural assumption is like. Um, you know, he's worked his way up. He's done really well in AAA. The Aces just posted. <laughs> the Aces are, are on like a tour of like <laughs> advertising how amazing <laughs> Brandon yeah. Fott has been for them. Um, and that was honestly my first reaction too. was like, just give Fott the ball. But um, I get a little nervous because I don't want like the confidence to be destroyed early if something were to go wrong. I don't know. I just, I get a little nervous that about that stuff. Eventually. And like Tommy Henry, like you said, we've seen, we kind of know what we're going to expect. Like, is he serviceable enough with our like lineup to just <laughs> everyone's like, better than Madbon? That's for damn sure. Yeah, well, anyone's better than Madbon. I could go out there and pitch fucking seven innings better than Madbon can. Um, but I don't. I, I'm kind of fine with like Tommy Henry being a stopgap. Yeah, I'm. I'm fine with it too. And I, they talked about it a little bit. And also, part of it is like where they are in like their own pitching, like where yeah. they are, like who's had the most rest when they need the right pitcher or a pitcher at that time. So part of it is logistic. Um, but it, it, I have a lot of confidence in this team and the farm system that any arm you put up there, I think is going to be, you're going to be able to win some games with. So. Yeah. I mean, I think I just get a little nervous cause I think like these young guys come up with like a lot of like spunk and yeah, like sure. confidence. And like, I think I, I noticed a trend and I might just be crazy and I just watch too much baseball, but like when rookie starting pitchers come up, I think it goes one of two ways. Like either they get destroyed immediately or like, um, <laughs> Or like they they are really great because like the lineup the opposing lineup hasn't figured out yeah. their pitching style yet. So like on paper it, it seems like they're doing really well until they can kind of get like more research. They know what pitch is coming. Like they get used to that pitcher, and then you kind of like start to see their numbers go down, which is what I kind of feel like is happening with Ryan Nelson. I don't right. know if yesterday was just kind of like an off day, but Ryan Nelson didn't have the the best yeah, day ever they are yesterday. Pitching against one of the most. Staff lineups in baseball history, but true, also true. So I don't know. I just I don't know if I'm just being overly cautious, and everyone's like, "Shut up, just bring us the <laughs> Brandon Fott," which is fine. Like if you think that, but I'm also just like a cautious person in general. Yeah. So I would be fine with using Tommy Henry as a stopgap, but yeah, that's just me. Um, well, that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. A lot to talk about today, like you said. Yeah, we had a great show. I feel like that was awesome. No, I enjoyed um, it. I, there was, <laughs> I'm we just got talking myself up because I'm so we, excited. No, I was, we got to talk a bunch of D-backs. Again, the last 24 hours have been absolute magic because Madison McGarner has not been a part of my favorite team. Um, and the Cardinals have New Jerseys, and the Suns are still in the playoffs. It's yeah. a good time to be a Valley sports fan. He's saying they're fully embracing the youth movement by bringing the biting the bullet on the contract. I agree. Giving me, give me the baby backs times a 1,000. Like, mm -hmm. inject the baby backs into my veins – let me just like inhale the essence that is. The all, right. all right, all right, get us, get us out of here. Okay, all right. Um, speaking of the Diamondbacks, though, we are doing takeovers for the Diamondbacks, which means we are going to be going to Chase Field together, watching the game together, pre-gaming together at Cold Beers and Cheeseburgers, and it's happening on April 25th, which is coming up so so fast. And you guys have to come out to our first D-backs takeover of the season. It's going to be so much fun. You can get tickets for it by going to our events page on our website, gophnx.com, or head over to at phnx underscore Diamondbacks on Twitter to get the link to RSVP. It's going to be so much fun, you guys. Please come out to our takeover. And we're going to be doing six of them throughout the entire season. So if you would rather just buy our season pass and have like all six tickets taken care of, 
You can also do that, which is a great deal. Um, like I mentioned, you can do it on our website. Um, and you should also become a diehard while you're there because we are the best family in Arizona sports and you want to join the family. When you do so, you get discounts on our tickets like you do for the takeover. Um, 36 for diehards, 45 for regular people, <laughs> boring people. So make sure you sign up to be a diehard um, and join the family. You get a free shirt when you do so. And it's just worth the money, you know? Yeah, I think we're pretty cool. I think we are very cool. Who doesn't want to be a part of this family? You um, know? It's, you know, it's a, <laughs> I can tell you, losers and weirdos. Losers and weirdos. Part of this family. That's what we are. All right. Thank you guys no, so much what? for tuning no, in. No, what? No. I was saying losers and weirdos don't want to be a part of the family. Oh, I was saying yeah, weird yeah, losers yeah, that's and better. weirdos. I mean, what? I'm kind of a loser, but it's fine. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for tuning into the show. You are all the absolute best. We love our TPSP family. Shout out to Charles, Daniel, Bees, Albert, Elizabeth, Chris, everyone else that I might have missed, Connor. You guys are all the best. You know who you are. If you're in the chat right now, you guys are electric. Don't forget, we'll be live again next Friday at 1230. And we will see you then. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye.